So I think my favorite thing about Christmas and favorite Christmas traditions are being with my family and my friends that are my family. Because ultimately, if everything else was stripped away, those are the things that I still would desire and long for. Are you worn and exhausted from living a life of aimlessly going through the motions? When we are living this way, it's easy to feel that our lives lack meaning, but that sentiment couldn't be further from the truth. Dear friend, so much of what you're hoping for is already right in front of you. You just might need some inspiration from the stories and conversations of everyday women who are unique and also share things in common with you. Welcome to the Commons with Carla. Join us as we learn, grow, and connect week after week to create lives and homes where our moments and relationships are overflowing with purpose and intention. It is the week of Christmas, and to celebrate, we are sharing Christmas favorites. Today, you will hear some of the guests you have heard from before on other episodes, sharing their favorite Christmas memories, traditions, and stories. Twelve Friends of the Commons are back, and if you stick around to the end, you will hear some of my Christmas favorites. If you want to listen to the original guest episode, be sure to check out the show notes always found on carlaosorno.com slash podcast. The show notes for this episode are at carlaosorno.com slash podcast slash 93, and we'll include links to the original 12 episodes. Now let's get started. First, we hear from Jess. Jess was originally on episode 10, where we talked about pivotal moments, impact of divorce, friendship, career change, infertility, adoption, goals, and intentions. Here's Jess. Carla, my very favorite Christmas memory was when I was about eight years old in the suburbs of Chicago, and my one-year younger sister and I opened a box, and a little kitten jumped out. And oh my gosh, the stories my mom and dad would tell us later about how they had to hide the kitten and it was in their bedroom and they had to go pick it up and then wouldn't let us in their room and all the fun they had trying to surprise us. And then because it was a Christmas kitty, we named him Jingles and he was probably one of my favorite childhood pets, if not the top three, that's for sure. And we had lots of dogs and a few cats along the way. So Jingles is my favorite Christmas story. Thanks for including it. Have a wonderful holiday season. Next, we hear from Lindsay Sala. Lindsay was originally on episode 14, where we talked about twins, adventure, planning, travel, seeing people, serving others, fitness, and motherhood. Here's Lindsay. Ooh, Christmas traditions. So many good ones, like cutting down our tree with family and friends or decorating gingerbread houses with my three kiddos. But I think the most unique and fun tradition we have is something we call Christmas Adam. Christmas Adam comes before Christmas Eve. Get it? Adam came before Eve in the Bible. So we began three nights of celebrating as a family on December 23rd at my mother-in-law's house. She usually makes some sort of a delicious pasta dinner. We exchange gifts and enjoy each other's company. This is a Christmas tradition we all love and are so grateful for. Next, we hear from Angel Needham. 
Angel was originally on episode 15, where we talked about self-awareness, gift of friendship, vulnerability, healthy boundaries, and choosing to love. Here's Angel. So I have a lot of Christmas memories and many Christmas traditions, but as I've gotten older, I feel like they used to be my favorite traditions, but they're not necessarily my favorite traditions anymore because I don't like the feeling of the ought to and have to. But what actually brings me joy in this season. And so I think my favorite thing about Christmas and favorite Christmas traditions are being with my family and my friends that are my family. Because ultimately, if everything else was stripped away, those are the things that I still would desire and long for. So although Christmas tree cutting and seeing Christmas lights and wrapping presents and gift giving and the candlelight service at church and dinner with my extended family and ugly sweater parties and gingerbread making and cookies and making raviolis and all of that, those don't hold water to being with my people. So that is my favorite Christmas tradition. Next, we hear from Lindsay Min. Lindsay was originally on episode 24, where we talked about community support, neighbors, friends, cancer, overcoming, reaching out, helping others, encouragement, surprises, need, and asking for help. Here's Lindsay. All right, I have some great Christmas memories, but one that really sticks out would be we would go visit my grandparents who lived in Oklahoma. And on Christmas Eve, we would always join them at their church and go to the Christmas Eve service. And their church would hand out these brown paper bags full of oranges, apples, peanuts, and hard candy. Side note, we would never let our kids eat that hard candy now. But anyways, we would always love to get those bags and search through them and find the same thing every single year. And then we would always drive around and look at Christmas lights after church, and we would often spot Rudolph and his red nose in the sky. But there was this one year in particular, we saw Santa running across the street and his boot fell off like right in front of our car. And that was such a magical experience for me. I was probably in elementary school and I remember that like it was yesterday. Next, we hear from Maggie Opperman. Maggie was originally on episode 26, where we talked about deep conversations, feelings, busyness, intention, listening, encouragement, common interests, and learning from others. Here's Maggie. One thing we did when my girls were little was we put out reindeer food on the front porch for Santa's reindeer. And so along with the milk and cookies... We would set out, um, or milk and cookies in the living room. Then we would put um, oats with sprinkles or some kind of glitter or something sparkly in the oats on the front porch for the reindeer. And then in the morning, most of the oats would be gone with some crumbs, like a trail of crumbs just kind of left over. And they thought that was so magical. And now, now they're older, um, and my oldest is finally at the age where we can watch some Hallmark Christmas movies together, and 
So for us now, it's all about the movies. That's just become the biggest tradition. All the classics, Charlie Brown, Grinch, um, Home Alone. And then now we're getting into Hallmark movies as well, too. And it's just so fun. Next, we hear from Victoria Hudgens. Victoria was originally on episode 32, where we talked about community, family, faith, relationships, friendship, book club, conversations, grace, marriage, ministry, unity, and deep connections. Here's Victoria. My favorite family Christmas tradition is that on Christmas Eve, we always go to church and then we come home and put our Christmas pajamas on and uh, have pizza and wings to celebrate Christmas Eve. And that tradition started when I was growing up because we lived far from family and my mom was a single mom and wanted to make the night special for us. And so we would always put our jammies on and order pizza and chicken wings and watch a Christmas movie and It's just a really wonderful way to have a relaxing, small family Christmas Eve together. Next, we hear from Carrie Sweeney. Carrie was originally on episode 33, where we talked about being a working mom, books, relationships online, community, creativity, being yourself, hobbies, passions, the reading life, and deep conversation. Here's Carrie. Hi, Carla. This is Carrie Sweeney. And one of my most memorable Christmas experiences when was when I was studying abroad in Nagano, Japan. It was really hard being away from home, Minnesota, over the holidays. So I invited the other Rotary Exchange students to my house, and we had a big party and a sleepover. And at one point, we took an evening stroll, and as we were crossing a bridge, it started to snow. And it was so magical, and it was just a little bit of home, um, even though I was so far away. Next, we hear from Teresa Vasco. Teresa was originally on episode 36, where we talked about struggles, transitions, empty nest, practical ideas, parenting, independence, connection, hobbies, marriage, being a working mom, neighbors, and community. Here's Teresa. I want to share one of my favorite Christmas stories, and that was when Caleb was about three years old, and he was opening his presents, got a rocking horse, and halfway through he said, no more presents, please, and we all just started laughing. But my favorite Christmas tradition is the candlelight service every Christmas Eve. It's such a great reminder of what the season's about and bringing family together and it just helps me refocus after a busy retail holiday. Merry Christmas, everyone, and have a great new year. Next, we hear from Rachel Wilding. Rachel was originally on episode 39, where we talked about living all in, adventure, travel, intentionality, relationships, friendship, optimism, caring for aging parents, shame, life mantras, missions, and travel nursing. Here's Rachel. Hey, Merry Christmas. I think some of the Christmas traditions that I can share that are most memorable for me include um, going out and getting a Christmas tree. That always signified, you know, the kickoff of Christmas. And in Montana, where tree lots were few and far between, we would go out and cut down a Christmas tree. And usually that was with a bunch of other families and we usually just made a day of it, usually sledding and hot chocolate and 
Uh, it was usually a, just a, a real fun day of being out and um, doing a kickoff uh, for the Christmas season. Um, the other kind of thoughts I had were um, uh, Christmas Eve service. That was always uh, a tradition that we had and held true to, which um, I appreciated, as well as then Christmas morning. Um, I think one of my best and fondest memories is just being able to um, see what our stockings held. Um, that was always kind of a um, surprise that mom and dad stayed up late, kind of stuffing the stockings, um, quote, quote, Santa. Um, but that was always just a fun little discovery of um, were the stockings full and, and what little treasures were in the, the stockings. And those are traditions that I really enjoyed carrying on with uh, my son and growing up and um, kind of realized that then as a parent, um, those labors of love, but then also um, just how important those uh, traditions are and um, continuing to make those memories um, were just as significant and beautiful um, than later on. So those are some of my um, Christmas memories. I uh, wish you a Merry Christmas. Hope all is well with you. And um, hope we can connect soon. Okay? Love you. Next, we hear from Denise Crosby. Denise was originally on episode 47, where we talked about having a servant heart, love, family, friendship, inner healing, service, connection, community, deeper conversations, and seasons of growth. Here's Denise. When I think about our family's Christmas traditions, the first one that comes to mind is the Advent season. Advent has been an important part of our family's celebration for many years. And I also think about some of the fun things we have put into place one being waking up Christmas morning and having hot coffee and cocoa and warm cinnamon rolls and then doing our gift exchange. Our gift exchange started about five years ago when we decided that our family of nine was too big to buy individual presents for everyone. So... We decided to do the gift exchange. On Thanksgiving evening, we draw names to discover who our secret person is going to be. And then on Christmas morning, we gather around to reveal who we had. There is so much laughter, so much fun, and it's going to be great memories that I'm going to treasure in my heart forever. I'm really blessed by this wonderful family that God has blessed me with. Next, we hear from Katie Fellows. Katie was originally on episode 60, where we talked about moving, family, values, relationships, deep conversations, mental health, pivotal moments, career, psychiatry, emotions, identity, self-care, storytelling, and communication. Here's Katie. 
A big part of my memories from growing up when I think about Christmas is the candlelight service uh, on Christmas Eve at church. My family, we grew up in the church and every year going to Christmas Eve service was an opportunity to spend time with our church family in addition to uh, just our immediate family. And I remember, you know, being little and watching my older sister and my parents hold their candles um, and waiting for when I was old enough to get my own candle. And then being a little bit older and having my candle and, you know, holding it so tight and making sure it stayed upright and watching the wax drip and waiting for, for my turn when, when the person next to me would light my candle. And then getting older and having a little bit more fine motor skills, but being able to recognize more a little bit the, the significance of those moments of just standing in the auditorium or the church building and having the lights dimmed and seeing, seeing the, the candles get lit from kind of different corners of the, of the sanctuary and just taking that moment to reflect on the year, think about the, the impact of Christ's birth and what that means to us um, and the, the call of spreading that light and sharing, sharing our faith with those around us um, just the same as, you know, lighting one candle to the next in that service. So that was always a very, a very impactful tradition and something that we, we continue to this day. Another uh, element of Christmas that came to mind is that it's not about the day itself. I think there's so much pressure for Christmas in this time of year, especially to make everything perfect and try to, you know, get everything looking just the right way and scheduled just the right way to have this, you know, perfect time of year. And the pressure of that can really kind of become a distraction from what what the season is truly about. And we're spending time with family and focusing on, on Christ and him coming to earth. That for my family, especially as my sister and I have gotten married and had you know, celebrations and traditions with other families that it's not about the day that December 25th is not Christmas. Christmas is whenever the whole family can get together. And sometimes that's December 25th. Sometimes it's the 28th or, you know, January 12th. Um, but I really loved that emphasis that Christmas day is the day that the family gets together whenever that may be. And, it's not about being perfect. It's about being together. And I, I really liked having that focus. And that's something that I, I hope to continue, um, with, you know, my husband and our eventual family that it's, it's about being together, not about making sure it's just right. Next, we hear from Sylvia Tamburell. Sylvia was originally on episode 75, where we talked about connections, experiences, education, family devotion, gratitude, blessings, priorities, and friendship. Here's Sylvia. One of the best Christmas memories I have is when I was little and lived in Houston. And during Christmas and New Year, we would come to Monterey, where my mother's family is. Her parents had nine children, so you can imagine 
the gathering, the amount of people we were, cousins, I think we were, give or take, maybe 20, 20, sort of 20 more or less. So I had a lot of cousins my age and we would do plays. Most of the plays were related with the real meaning of Christmas. Um, one would have the role of maybe Virgin Mary, another one of Jesus, other of uh, Joe's, uh, Jose and um, the shepherds. And so um, we would also like direct the plays. We would have a script that would, would be given to us. We would even put sheets at the curtains, theater curtains on a rope. We would make our own costumes we would choose which cousin is gonna was, was gonna play each role. So we did that. Um, we would de- do that each year to our parents, and we even had talent shows. Uh, each one, whoever wanted to make you know participate in something, sing, dance, we would also do t- to the whole family. And besides that, well, the food was delicious. Each of the, our um, aunts or uncles would prepare something, so it would be like a. A nice experience where everyone brought something to share. And just the richness of the the talks and getting together. That is one of the best memories I have from Christmas. It wasn't on purpose, but just like the 12 days of Christmas, you have now heard 12 everyday women share their favorite Christmas memories, traditions, and stories. Now it's my turn. Some of my favorite Christmas memories took place a few years ago when our family spent a few weeks around Christmas time in Spain. I recall one evening after dark being in Madrid, walking through the streets. We had already enjoyed a delicious dinner. We were bundled up in coats and scarves, staving off the cold temperatures. Every storefront and restaurant was decorated to the nines with wreaths and lights, garland and bows and angels and trees and ornaments. All of the people walking, shopping, and talking were also in coats and warm clothes. There was an elegance, a romance, a festivity that I have not witnessed anywhere else. There were many children playing and laughing along with lots of family conversations happening. Listening and enjoying my family in the middle of a city of families was amazing. I was across the world in a Spanish city where I couldn't always understand the language or customs with my two favorite people, Sophia and Chad and I felt like I belonged. I love that entire trip, and it will always stand out as a favorite Christmas memory. Recently, my community group from church was talking about the joy of Christmas and the meaning of Christmas. We shared examples and times where people, and also us, were at the extremes, either super serious and all religiosity with no joy at one end, or at the other extreme with secular activities and commercialism and no recognition that Christmas is about the birth of Jesus and his purpose in coming to the world. We had a long conversation about it and so many good things were pointed out, but in the end, we decided that God gave us both joy and meaning. Jesus did take on humanity through his birth, living a perfect life, taking on our sin, dying on a cross and rising three days later. He is now reigning at the right hand of God. We can be serious about that truth, experiencing joy, and we can embrace the joy and imagination of Santa, gift-giving, and traditions and memories and stories that are secular. Joy and meaning can exist together at Christmas and every day. 
In the story shared today, we see both joy and meaning. I hope you have enjoyed listening to our Christmas favorites, and I hope it has inspired you to think of your own. Please share your favorite memories, traditions, and stories with your family and friends this week as you celebrate Christmas. Thank you for listening to The Commons with Carla. In each of these conversations, I hope you find inspiration, and I hope that you notice more of what you have in common with the women around you. Thank you to Bethany and Whitney at Atkins Media Co. for their work on the show and to Donald Zimmerman for our theme music. That's it for this episode. In the words of Thomas Merton, love is our true destiny. We do not find the meaning of life by ourselves alone. We find it with another. Have a great week, everyone, and Merry Christmas.